0: hello you beautiful people welcome to the dear dad podcast this is the place where we address dad dynamics and discuss personal experiences stories and poem submissions to help provide a platform for healing while simultaneously uplifting one another let's change the dad narrative all around let's go let's grow hello you beautiful people Welcome to the Dear Dad Podcast. My name is B. Jemson Darius, a.k.a. B.J. So today I'm excited. I'm actually excited for a couple of reasons. One is my cousin, and two is because I have another person on here that's a woman and not a man (laughs) to share their story about their uh, perspective of their dad and the story about their dad. And the reason why I reached out to her is because I know she has, she's very, very transparent, honestly, I can honestly say. And she's one of my cousins. Again, guys, I'm going to tell you guys, if you guys don't like this podcast because there's too many of my cousins, you might as well tune out now because there's, there's endless supply of cousins of mine from men to women. But I definitely reach out to her because I know she has a story to tell. I know she has her own perspective um, about her dad, and and I wanted her to come on the podcast to just like, share that. Um, so I'm not going to take too long. So, guys, I'm going to introduce you guys to my cousin. I'm excited. I'm, 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 I might have to calm down a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to have to calm down. So I'm going to introduce you to my cousin, Jessica. Valentine. We don't say Valentine because she changed her last name. She's not a Darius anymore, but it's okay. I let that go. So that's good. That's good. What's going on? What's going
1: on? <laughs> nothing <so> much. Nothing <laughs> much. Uh, thank you for having me again. I'm like, I'm so honored to be able to have like a space to speak on your podcast. Um Yeah, thank you.
0: Cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's just jump right into the first question, and then um. Uh, we can move on. So let us know, let me know who is Jessica.
1: Oh, man. Okay. Um, right into it. <laughs> who is <laughs> Jessica? <laughs> Wasted no time with that. Um, honestly, it's a girl that, a woman, a girl, a woman that is still just striving to keep learning. Um, I will never not be a learner. Um, I'm not the same Jessica I was, I would even say last week. Um, I'm always trying to expand and evolve myself as a person Um, so I can't even pinpoint who is Jessica because Jessica (laughs) might not be the same Jessica you speak to two weeks from now Mm. but if I had to narrow it down I would say a person that's always willing to learn um, someone who is like you mentioned transparent because I really do believe transparency is key to every relationship and um someone who you know like is bold and brave and raw <laughs> I, I try to be those things in one person so yeah uh,
0: bra is an understatement i mean even before we begin <laughs> we had to so we had to have a little chat we had to have a little chat like uh, <laughs> just, uh, okay first of all we have to so little worry about your language. I spoke to my wife and she was like, Did You talk to Jessica about her language. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. It's a problem. It's a problem. But I'm working on it, you know? I'm working on it. Yeah. It may not be, you know, it may not be something I could change overnight or five years or 10 years from now, but you know, I'll, I'll try to improve on that.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Look, that's you. That's, that is you. I just had to like, I had to, had to let you know because I know this is a family podcast <laughs> and it might turn, I, might, right. I, might, I told you, I might have to like pause. And I was like, okay, we might have to clean up a little bit before. We, it's okay. It's okay. we please, so far are we doing Please okay. tell
1: me. Please tell me. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Before we do it,
0: Okay. Cool. Cool. Yes. So, <laughs> um. Uh, so your dad, before we jump into your dad, I just want to say a little bit about your dad. Um. Uh, first of all, your dad, I I absolutely love, to tell you the truth. I absolutely love. One, they say that I look like your dad. I feel like I look at your dad. Um, yeah.
1: His,
0: his behavior, the way he carries around. I love, I love who he is. I love the way he carries himself. I love the personality that he has. I know I'm jumping ahead of time, but I always wanted to just say, like, I, I, I love who he is, man. He's just a, a phenomenal guy and his his charisma, his attitude, his personality traits, there is just so much in him that I just love because he's just such a cool guy man he's He's so cool, but again, that's my perspective of it what is what is what is your perspective of your dad? Tell me about your dad
1: you said everything you said everything like when it comes to charisma and candice, like The way he moves, the confidence he has, I 100% believe I got that from my dad. You know, no offense to my mother or anything, because she is also her own person. But I really do believe my confidence and my grit is definitely from my dad. Um, Yeah, that hasn't changed despite, um, despite, well, a lot of, I don't know who's listening, but my dad had a stroke when I was, a massive stroke when I was... um, about 15 years old Mm -hmm. which is a huge thing for a girl especially around that time um and not just a huge thing for a girl a huge thing for me personally speaking because uh, my mom and my dad was divorced like since I was five and um grew up in a home really I didn't get that like fatherly like attention or love or compassion or (laughs) you know the that playfulness you find in a dad, and I was definitely a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. And if you asked me, like when I was 15, who was my favorite person? <laughs> Again, no offense to my mom, <laughs> but like who was my best friend? Honestly, I swear to you, my best friend, it was my dad. Every time I got to see him, it was like a treat. It was like a place where I could be myself, say whatever the. <laughs> hell heck I want <laughs> um, and you know I didn't have any restraint because you know when you're young you always have that parent or someone who's above you that's kind of like making sure you watch your mouth and watch the way you speak the way you um, you know the way you act and all that I didn't need to do that with my dad I could right. say whatever I want I could you know do whatever I want I could ask him for whatever I want and I got that I got that um, ability to be free and be just, um, and it meant a lot to me so when he had his massive stroke, that part of my world was pretty much diminished. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get that. And despite, you know, his recovery and where he is now, that's a part of my life that's always gonna be, um, I don't wanna say void because I still have a relationship with my dad. Right. But that that part is just like, it's so empty now. Um, mm. You get me? So. Right he's he's always going to be that memory of my dad i i will never let that memory of my dad die i will never let it be forgotten um no matter what we go through that's my dad that's the part i will always remember um
0: but yeah yeah beautiful it'll be beautiful Uh, you know i was going to go to this question a little later on the podcast but since you touched base on it I I, i would like to um i would like to tackle it. His massive stroke affect everybody. I mean, when I say everybody, everybody, it was just a shock. It, it For me, I didn't know anything about it. Um, I was still young. We all was young when it happened. And it, it hit us hard. And I'm pretty sure it hit you even harder because, you know, you, you're his daughter. Um, and just to see him in the hospital and see how, how different he looks, and you know, after he got out the hospital, he, he was a little bit different, uh, personality a little, a little bit different. But he was still—he was still the person that I remember. Um, from your perspective, how did his stroke affect you?
1: Oh yeah, like like I mentioned, it shattered. It shattered my world. Um, it completely erased um, any kind of joy. <laughs> I, I know it sounds kind of like. Harsh to say because of course I grew up with my mom and I had a stepdad I had siblings absolutely they were blessings in my life for what they were however not having that father figure and not having that. Piece of joy and like i mentioned when i was with my dad i was just like i wasn't this girl that was trying to shy away from people i wasn't this girl that like put herself in a corner and shut her room and don't do any. like i was with my when i was with my dad i was creative i was me so imagine having the world like your light to now become this dark place where you're seeing your dad go through like literally seeing your dad fight for his life. Because when the stroke happened, um, I was picked up immediately from home and went there. And I'll never forget. um, Oh wow! I told. I knew it. I knew. I knew the tears were gonna come. Um, It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) I'll never forget seeing my dad for the first time. I've ever known my dad look so weak. Mm. Um, He's always strong my dad was my hero my dad is my hero my dad like I thought of him as this powerful person and to see him incubated in an ICU with like tubes coming out of every part of his body and mind you I've never been to a hospital before where was that like dramatic so to see someone I idolize so much in a position where he can't talk he can't move pieces bleeding from his brain and like there might be a chance he might not survive like yeah that moment is something that's forever etched and scarred into my heart into my brain into my like because I really do believe we carry our wounds with us and that wound is something that obviously to this day I'm still healing from right um but yeah like yeah that's that 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 was something that I'll never forget. And although it was traumatic, um, it molded me to who I am today. Right. Um, I feel like I was ab- I'm able to handle grief a lot better at such a young age. Cause to see your dad look like that, it's pretty much like a whole grieving process. Although he's not dead, but the person that I once knew is no longer there. So right. I had to grieve with that and I'm still grieving with that. Right. So yeah, that's, that's my answer on that.
0: Right, right. I do apologize. I didn't, it wasn't my intent for you to cry. I know, but I told you,
1: to you, I told you, my dad is such, is such a sensitive topic for me. And yeah, it's, it's really tough. It's really tough. Um, but I'm more than happy to talk about it because I know there are people out there that go through the same thing, whether it's with illnesses, physical ailments, or right. like mental illnesses. There are other women out there that have lost that peace. Of their life, and I'm okay with talking about it. And, you Wonderful. know, I'm okay with being transparent. <laughs>
0: thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that. So, uh, there is for me there was like so much memories, and I'm I'm trying to venture a little bit away from um, that earlier topic. Uh, there's a lot of memories that I had of your dad. This might be a little bit funny one, um, just to lighten the mood. Um, so, the first the first. Sex talk was from your dad, <laughs> okay? Um, and I think my sister, uh, Gael, had that same talk too. Um, oh. <laughs> and I, I think it was from Gael, and I just picked up on it. Gael, I think he's, he spoke to Gael and was telling her about the sex talk. I don't think he, he – Gael didn't get it from my dad, but he got, she got it from him, and that's why I had to respect him. He was just pretty much saying, you know, sex is good, sex is great, just as long as you protect yourself. It's it's fine. But you know what I'm saying? It's just very blunt, very forward, and not hiding anything. And I love that about him. And still today I remember him talking and giving me this giving her the lesson, but I was picking up on it. And that's the and again, those are the characteristics in him that I, I truly, truly um I, I truly uh love. What what other characteristics in him that you feel like you have that you carry in yourself?
1: <laughs> um, that's actually a great question. Um my dad is forward, like till this day, he is forward, he holds no bars, like he does not give a flying right. cake, I, I don't even know what other <laughs> words to replace with that, <laughs> he just does not care, and I, I always want to carry that with me. Cause why? Why do we care so much about other people's opinions? Why are we always trying to put ourselves in a box? Why are we always trying to like be this person? And he didn't care about any of that. He was just full, like fully himself. And as a matter of fact, yeah, my first sex talk was with him too. Like and I remember like when I first had my my menstrual cycle, my mom didn't even want to have that conversation with me because she knew exactly who could. <laughs> she wow. was like Talk to your dad about that. I was like, what? I- <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I just remember, like, despite my mom giving him that task, which is a really hard task, even for me to... I have a little sister, and having the talk about menstrual cycles and even, like, let alone sex is just, like, it's heavy. And my dad just took the reins on that. He... <laughs> I'll never forget, like, he basically... We went on a date. <laughs> it was a daddy-daughter date. He came to visit me, and he took me to the finest Haitian restaurant in Queens. (laughs) He was like, all right, Jess, um, you started to be a woman, and gave me the whole talk about it, and like candlelit dinner. Candlelit dinner, and like, he was like, okay, when it, and I I remember like fumbling with the fork, because you know Haitians, we don't do forks. We just get a spoon, throw it back, like, we don't waste our time. And I remember my dad being like, hey, how about you learn how to, um, eat with a fork today mm-hmm. and he literally was showing me like t- like till this day if I can eat with a fork and knife it's because of my dad my dad so yeah that was that's definitely one of my fondest memories <laughs> my dad and uncle Joaquin having <laughs> a second sex talk after that and yeah we got a lot of sex talks I think it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy the amount of like kids the cousins that we have and the sex talks that we get. You would think that, yeah, it would make sense, but no, <laughs> we all got the sex talk, but if only they practice what they put. Jeez, it's okay. That's, that's,
0: that's, that's a whole different other topic. <laughs> I don't think we have enough time to, to tackle that.
1: Ooh, that's, child, yes. You know,
0: and again, like you said before, you know, our uncles and definitely your, your dad, um, besides his, him being so blunt and forward, um, and not and not having any excuse with that It's, it's phenomenal and I, I think that's beautiful and just what you just said right now as far as uh, he took you pretty much on a date night uh, a daddy and, and daughter date night for me as a Caribbean parent I don't think I've ever imagined anybody doing that you know what I'm saying like i never Absolutely. i never even thought about um any any my father any of my uncles from before doing something like that because um we're not taught we're not taught that they didn't, I don't think they right. learned about something like that. But your father wasn't right. on you know, a different level. And the fact that he was that for me, I, I, even you telling me right now, it gave me chills. I was like, this is what needs to get done. That's what should have gotten done. And he did it. Like Those are the examples right. that I look forward to.
1: Right. Yeah. He's he's so unconventional. And I think because he's so different, I strive to be different. Like He really has made me... who i am today my core qualities a lot of it comes from him i mean you know i have some things i need to work on too that came from him too you know my anger (laughs) but (laughs) no we ain't perfect (laughs) we ain't perfect but for sure like when it comes to my very core qualities i would say i got a lot of that from my dad
0: now besides the size the memory that you just told me about um the date night with your dad which is for me that's 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 a staple i could i can just like wrap it up right there but do you have do you have any other memorable moments um with your dad that you can um share with us
1: i just remember (laughs) he's just a funny dude like i have so many memories so many good memories of my dad and i'll even say i have so many memories that aren't so good of my dad and that's the thing i don't want to like no one's perfect we all we all have you know things that we aren't proud of. We all have things that happen that, you know, we could have, we, if we had the chance, chance to change it, we would. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'd be lying if I was like, oh, all my memories with my dad were amazing. But no, I've had, you know, you're a kid. You do kid things and you get disciplined for it or you, and he wouldn't be my dad if he didn't. Um, you get mm-hmm. what I mean? So um i have all the best memories good and bad are the best memories of my dad uh um, but if i had to think of one in particular i would think of um <laughs> he did spoil me for sure uh we went on a shopping spree uh me and him <laughs> at the closest mall in New Jersey. And I just remember him just buying me all the things I needed, whether it was school stuff. It was like it was like someone gave me a thousand bucks, which at a young age, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Someone gave me a thousand bucks and was just like, buy whatever you want. That's what it felt like. It felt like I was in a movie and I was just buying whatever the hell I wanted. And I went back and I had whatever I wanted to eat. Like, And that night we... <laughs> we cooked um, because my dad at the time was learning how to be a chef and he was one of the best cooks other Mm -hmm. than my mom he was one of the best cooks in my life and (laughs) he was learning how to be a chef and he was just even with simple things he just knew how to doctor it up and make it so good like he took ramen noodle and made it like some fine dining kind of kind of stuff like he he was he he could he did stuff like that I just remember him getting a pack of noodles And just made it like the best noodles I've ever had. Till this day, I try to recreate it and I can't. (laughs) But I always make those noodles thinking of him. Uh, But yeah, there's too many memories I could think of. Like us having parties at his place. That was party central for the cousins. I I know that. Whenever there was something happening, it was most likely at my dad's. Uh, Because he just liked kids and he he liked joy, honestly. I think he was one of those people who just liked joy. He liked his peace of mind. He likes things that makes him happy. Being around people that makes him happy. He had no tolerance for things I did, and I really admired that.
0: Yes, I, I, I agree 100. percent Your daddy was a different person. He was a different. He's different from all the other uncles. And um, I mean, I can. I'm gonna say that because I can. I I can't say that.
1: <laughs> he
0: was different <laughs> only because I. He, he did everything different, you know, from career wise to getting his stuff together, being a chef, like you, you, you didn't see that happening. Right. I didn't see that happening around me. I didn't have that example around me, especially as an uncle. Um, so seeing your dad do those things that was just like, if seeing other parents do it, like maybe the white person do it or something like that, no, no offense to any white person or a high successful um, business person doing that, or somebody that's like a uh, high corporate, but he was doing those things and he was doing it well. It wasn't right. watered down. It wasn't just mediocre. He was doing well, and I, I absolutely, absolutely adore that. I love being around your dad. I absolutely love being around. Them. I feel like I, I can gain a whole life lesson being around your dad.
1: Absolutely. It's, that's how.
0: That's how awesome he is. He, he he would teach you every time he's around you. I can pick up anything whenever I'm around him, and I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. with you. I mean, it shouldn't it shouldn't be too hard at all. Like mm-hmm. every time you're around, he was gonna he's gonna teach you something, and it's not it's it, not like absolutely. So nice to you. He's not scolding yeah. you. He's not picking on you, but he's just ready. He's always full of knowledge just to teach you.
1: Right, right. I, like, that even lit up a whole other part of my memory. I remember him teaching me, like, I was drawing something, and he was like, hey, I, let, let me show you how to do this. And then, to this day, I know how to draw a toothbrush because of my dad, mm-hmm. I know how to draw roads because of, I. like, he let me tap into my creative side. And that's something I will always appreciate about him. He does like it's it's really hard because in a Haitian household I don't know about all Haitian households but in my growing up creativity was an encourage. Mm. Creativity isn't a thing in Haitian cultures. It's always like work like work you go to school you come home and that's it like that's all you need out of life. But with my dad I felt like I could be creative. I could just say what I want, write what I want, draw what I want. And he would foster that. He would encourage mm-hmm. it and nurture it. Whereas other other parents or other households, they kind of diminish it and shut it down. And I really feel like if my dad knew the kind of work I've been producing, the kind of creative things I've been doing, he would be so proud, mm-hmm. so proud because he loved creativity. He loved being against the grain and just being different. Yep. And yeah, like for sure. He's always down to teach someone something. Mm. Always down.
0: And what are what what do you think is the greatest lesson that he's taught you?
1: Honestly, what did you learn from him? The greatest lesson I learned from him is like I said, just being authentic and transparent. Like he I feel like that goes a lot further than just taking things as they are or just like When you, when someone minimizes you and just accepting it, Mm -hmm. it I feel like it doesn't do anything for you. My dad and he didn't like anyone to minimize him. He knew who he was. He was confident in who he was, and he got far with that. And everyone loved him for it. Like you, you like he's a person that he could do whatever he wants. And some people would be like, "Whoa, he's bold." But he's just being himself. (laughs) That's the crazy thing. He's just being himself, and I think. That's one thing I've learned from him is just to be yourself, just to be fully authentic and grounded and knowing who you are as a person and who you stand for and what moral ground you're on, too. Where it's just like, if you don't like this, you're gonna, like, I'm gonna say, like, I don't like this. I love this. Like, I don't mess with that or whatever. He's that kind of person. And I think people love that. And it allows room for, like, it allows room for transparency with everyone. And everyone knows how each other is feeling and leaves room for communication as well. Um, and like I said, a lot of my relationships, I strongly believe it's communication. Not, not a lot, all of my relationships, I really do believe communication is key and letting each other know how we feel about each other, positive or negative, whatever, or in between. Um, I think for sure it's him and his transparency that I learned a lot.
0: From. Yeah, like I said before, your daddy wasn't, your dad was a, in a, on a different level as far as being confident um he was <clears throat> like if if he says something you know it was coming from a good place um right. he, he 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 even though sometimes he was joking like when he speak you know that it's a lesson learned you know and i right. always I, I always i always adore, adore that um and i I'm gonna continue saying that he was different from any one of our uncles it's the way he carried himself yeah. the way he um, uplifts you the way he jokes i mean all of us jokes but again he's he's a little bit different um,
1: His this, jokes hit different. <laughs> His it jokes impacted you hit different. different. It made you think. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's kind of like, damn, is that a joke or like a lesson? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and even like you said, the, um, cursing and uh, the way he's putting everything about him was different. Like I'm even thinking about in comparison to my father and my other uncles. Like I'm lo- looking at him. I'm like, maybe I'm putting him in a little bit pedestal. Uh, so to speak, but I'm just—I just, just like the way he was so confident in himself, the way he was confident in the stuff that he said and the thing that he did, and the goals that he set for himself, and he was achieving it. Um, I know I, again, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but that's, that's I Honestly, that's the kind of person he is and was. Um, and he just was so—it was a bolt of energy, a bolt of energy. Whenever he was around you, you definitely would have felt you felt that electricity around you, and I—I absolutely adore that about your dad. Um, and again, his accident. Um, affect all of us, all of us, and it, it's, it hurt a lot. And I can't say right now, like, I, I for me, it's 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 devastating, it's devastating. But, um, was there was there anything you wish you had done different or was different with the relationship with your dad?
1: I wish I know this, um, this is gonna sound okay. So, when my dad first had the massive stroke, Um, like I said, he wasn't the person I knew Uh, when he started to recover. um, He, like we said a whole bunch of times, this is a person who's confident, charismatic about achieving goals, crushing goals, not just achieving them, but crushing them. And he just became this person that just didn't even want to work on himself. Like, and I'm talking about someone who would go to the gym would eat healthy and to eat going to the gym is one thing but eating healthy is a whole nother thing especially when you're Haitian Mm. this guy like took care of himself like took care of himself and to see someone like that to be a person where he just didn't care about his recovery didn't care about you know trying to speak again didn't care about physical therapy it really crushed me to the point where like even after years and years of him like being stagnant in where he was. For example, when I moved to Boston, um, I really wanted to motivate him. Really want him to get get him back in physical therapy, get him back into things that could you know start you know um, activating those muscles again. His mm-hmm. brain, and he just kept giving up on himself, and it frustrated me. It really did. It frustrated me so much because I felt like when he gave up on himself, he gave up on me. He gave up on Gigi. He gave up on Will Mm -hmm. because we want him to just be better than where he's at, but he just kept choosing to be complacent. And that built up a lot of anger among me that built up a lot of like frustration. And I felt like there was a time where I wasn't giving my dad any grace for who he was. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's one thing that i've made peace with and you know i'm like i said we've all had things in our past but i've just made peace with the fact that like he is who he is and despite where he's at in his life that's still my dad Mm -hmm. Um, and just having grace with him changed my perspective um, because he's battling his own battle you get what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Um, so who am I to just be mad at him for dealing with what he's dealing with the way he can deal with it Um, so that's one thing I I would say that I wish I did differently is having more compassion and grace Um, because I felt like my compassion was kind of (sighs) like I wouldn't say force, but it was kind of like, yeah, force. Like, I want you to start doing this so you could be better. I want you to start doing this so you could speak. I want you to start do, rather than it being like, what, how can I help you? You get me? Yeah, I, I, instead you, of asking. Go mm-hmm.
0: ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I'm saying instead of asking like, how can I be of help to you? It was me more of like, this is what you're gonna do to be better, dad. This is what you're gonna do. So I felt like that's one thing I wish I could have done.
0: Mm. On on that same note, um, with what you were saying, I'm just observing and listening to what you're saying, and, and from my perspective, I'm like I'm, I'm hearing something different. And I'm on. You know, tell me if I'm wrong. Um, so this question is more. So again, what you just said. Do you feel like the reason why you were pushing your dad to get better and take physical therapy and get his muscle going again, and muscle memories to work again? Do you feel like you, because you wanted your dad back because he didn't? Yes. He was he was pretty much gone and you were trying your hardest to get him back and all this stuff would have potentially put him back to a certain degree
1: exactly you you said it perfectly where it's just like i was trying to force him to be my dad again i was trying to force him to be that version of my dad again and because like i felt like he was just like no this is this is me i was just frustrated with that because that was a light in my life that like the light was turned off and I was trying to turn it back on and he just he just refused, he refused to. So with that, it, like I said, it brought a lot of anger, brought a lot of like grief and all that stuff. So I think for sure it would be just expressing and having more grace with my dad and taking him for who he is and who he was after the stroke instead of trying to force him and mold him into something I want him wanted him to be.
0: You kind of feel like he kind of betrayed you.
1: Yeah, I would. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be like being completely forward. Like I felt like he did. I felt like he betrayed not just me, Will and Gigi, my brothers and my sisters. Like I felt like he just decided, like f them. All right, -hmm. this is this is my life, and I'm just gonna. I'm not even gonna fight. I'm not gonna fight to to try to get better. I'm not gonna fight to try to interact with my kids. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like it was a betrayal. because it's like I'm here now. I'm here to support you. Um, on this journey to be better, and yet you're just refusing to accept my support or take any support and just decide to just give up on life. And that's not who I know that's not who my dad is. My dad doesn't give up. My dad is charismatic, my dad is confident, my dad's ready to attack ready to attack anything that's in front of him. So it, it was just like, No, like you you're not you're not my dad. Like you're not who I'm always i'm sorry me being me i thought you're not my dad <laughs> that <Right>. <laughs> whole <laughs> my dumbass went there um yeah so it's just like he wasn't who i knew so i felt betrayed i felt like whoa like you're not even gonna try you're not even gonna try for me you're not gonna try for me and g like me Gigi and will like you're not even gonna try for us this is who you decide to be on so yeah like i was i was mad i was upset i knew he could he could be better um but at the end of the day, like he was fighting his own like he like it's a lot. And suffering from a massive stroke is one thing, but trying to deal with the daily depression that comes with that is another. And I I felt like I now personally know just that battle in, in itself, what he's going through, let alone the actual physical therapy and the other tangible things that he needed to do or had to do you get know what I mean
0: no absolutely because absolutely.
1: like depression is debilitating it's debilitating and speaking from its experience I I don't even know if I would be able to get as far as he did mentally because it's a lot it's it's a lot to have your world change like that to be in a place where you were pretty much like crushing it in life like getting your chef certificate, doing mm-hmm. all these things, having these two kids, you're crushing it, to now being in a hospital and not able to like move, talk, and talking alone is a whole other ball game. So yeah, I now am now I'm more graceful with the idea and having more grace with myself too for being so frustrated with my dad. But he was dealing with his own own battle. And yeah, and who am I to judge? Who am I to say what he should be doing? He, he he can only do his best. Absolutely,
0: yeah. It's 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 hard, you know. As as kids, no matter how old we are, we still are a child in our father's eyes. And sometimes, no matter what we go through, we still want to want the, we want the affirmation, we want the confirmation from our dad or our, from our um, for my parents because you want that approval. You want them to say, yes, you're doing good. Yes, this is what you're doing is is okay. Or I, I disapprove of that. You know, just the simple words can go so far. And uh, I, I'm hearing that in your tone, I'm hearing that in your voice where um, there, is, there is somewhat of a void. Uh, there is some of a void that your your hasn't been completely filled yet, and I'm not trying to uh, diagnose you <laughs> or say. Oh yeah, no, you know, I I'm it. not trying to diagnose you, but I mean, all of us go through that. You know, I, you know, all of us have our own little ordeal with our dad. Sometimes we just don't know how to approach it. We don't know what to say, and I don't know how to uh, go about it. Especially when it's a traumatic experience to have that change not only not only to change you physically, but mentally. And now you have to change, you have to alter who you are and what you think the world is because your dad now is somebody else, is somebody different. The, per- the person that you thought your dad was is not who he is anymore. And now you got to change that and say, okay, he was my dad. Now he is my dad still. But that person that I, I, I grew to love and, and who he was is not that person anymore. So you have to like remold right. who you, your perspective of your dad is. And it's, it's not easy. Right,
1: right. And it hasn't been. Till this day, I feel like I'm still trying to figure out who my dad is because I don't know, like, yeah, till this day, till this day, because even recently when I went back um, to visit him, it was like (laughs) he was just vibrant. Like I have yet to see my dad so vibrant in such a long time where he was like up and happy and just. And it was different. It was really different to see him in that light. And there's days I see my dad where he just won't even get up to say hi to me. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's ever-changing. And I'm just learning to accept whatever is thrown at me um, and understand. And I do understand. At the end of the day, that's still my dad. I love him. Mm -hmm. Like, that's still dad. Like, that's still my dad. Like, I don't care. There's no other. Uh, But learning to... Just accept whatever, like wherever we are in our relationship is something that I'm still, you know, trying to get used to.
0: Now, um, now I know you said that you had, he, your dad had and still have an influence in your life. Uh, now, moving towards like dating life, right? Um, and you were dating and, and now you have your husband. Um, how, did how has your dad have an influence in your decision to make uh to pick a partner to have a husband
1: oh man my dad told me at a young age to like know my words <laughs> like at a very young age he pretty much told me don't let no ma- no guy <laughs> 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 no guy try to tell you who you are what to do or any of that and growing in a home where like, my mom was super submissive, I just knew, I was like, mm-mm, you gotta keep up. I'm not mm-mm, mm-mm. So that in itself like, made me kind of, I'm not gonna lie, initially in the dating world, it was kind of rough because, you know, especially as a woman of like, Like after the teenagers in your twenties, you're trying to figure yourself out. Let alone figuring figuring out who you want in a partner. So it's like it's a lot, (laughs) and I had to go through a couple heartbreaks and break a couple hearts Mm -hmm. (laughs) to figure that out. Um, You know, and I really do believe it's because my dad instilled in me like, don't let nobody mess with you. (laughs) Don't let nobody mess with you. Like. Man or woman or whatever, like no, you know you who you know who you are. You know your worth, and that's that. And I felt like that has led me to the love of my life, Jake. And it's because I knew who I was as a person, what I wanted, what I didn't want, led me to someone who accepted me for that, and who also had his own things that he wanted and he didn't want. And we just make it work. Right. Um. And my dad. Didn't like to complicate things. My dad wasn't like dramatic. You know what I'm saying? Like, he needed this, he needed that. Like, nah, we just wanted the simple things out of life. um And that's just to be loved, to be understood, and just laugh. Like, laughing has always been a medicine of ours. Like, he's always done a crack a joke, even a serious time. So, that's something I also felt like it's a part of my personality because of my dad. And because of the person, a part of my personality, I met someone who also can embrace that. Um, and yeah, so, yeah, that's my cool. answer. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know if I answered the question, to be honest. Did I even answer the question? <laughs>
0: it's okay. Look, look, I'm telling you, it's okay. I like I. Wherever you take it is where I'm gonna go, and I can just okay. I'm question, like, did
1: I answer the question?
0: I'm
1: just fine. It's buying, like, <laughs>
0: just going. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's fine. I love it. I love it. It's fine. It's fine. So um, so right now you, you um you you and your husband Jake um you, I I love what you guys are doing. I love uh what you guys are the way you guys are the way you guys interact and um the way he's, like you said he respects you he respects you for who you are and what you are um so i know you i know you're not i know well i don't know let me let me rephrase that question uh, i don't know if you are mom yet so if it's something you want to tell me on the podcast you want to tell me absolutely now. not y'all know what it is
1: absolutely <laughs> not are you crazy <laughs>
0: look hey if you want it that's the best time for you to announce it uh, no up. no no listen it'll be no, just no, between no. you and i i <laughs> know actually
1: it won't be between you and i <laughs> no absolutely not we don't we have no kids we don't have plans to have kids anytime soon if that was your question (laughs)
0: well the question is well um you're not a mom so that's answering the first question too. do you have a perspective of what kind of what kind of what type of mom you want to be
1: yo that's a really solid question um (laughs) that's a really no seriously that's a really solid question Honestly, I just want to be a mom that has the best intentions. Because as, like, you guys don't get a playbook. Like, parents don't get a, like, a guidebook on how to be parents. You kind of just wing it. Yep. Right? You kind of just wing it. However, no matter how you wing it, you always have the best intentions, right? Right. Do you have never looked at your son and was like, I have a bad intention for doing this or whatever. You always have the best intentions, no matter how it's perceived. You always have the best intentions, And I just want to be a mom that has the best intentions for my kid. Um, no matter you know like if he's a badass lover or if he's a bad <laughs> <laughs> like you know you'll get a couple whippings but you know it's for the best intentions but no for, like for real though like I just want to have the best intentions for my my kids and I do want to give them the best life I can like I want them to have what they need and what they want because I didn't have that. And number one, I've talked about this with Jake too, I want them to have creative freedom. Creativity means so much to me so much to me and it plays a role into every aspect of your life. And I think people underestimate how much creativity plays a role into their lives. So I want my kids to have that full access of creativity to do what they want and not be boxed in into certain career choices or or like boxed into a certain personality. No 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 you be full-fledged yourself. Like I don't want you to hold back. I, I don't want a kid to be raised in the kind of mindset where it's like they have to be a lawyer, they have to be an engineer in order to have their in order to have my approval, right. I just want my kids to just feel like they're living their life the best they can. And that's one thing I feel like I was robbed of is my childhood and um, and not having, a, you know, a father figure to really, like, push me. Like, when I say I didn't have a father figure, obviously, you guys know what happened with my dad. But I didn't have, like, another person to just be like, okay, I'll just take over from here. Mm. Um it was just me fending for myself after my dad's stroke. So I didn't get that kind of nurturing kind of love where I could continue being creative and continue doing things. I love, I just always had that mindset where it's like, I have to succeed to be loved. I have to Mm -hmm. succeed to be, and and it's messed up. And it's a really toxic thing to put in a, like these expectations are so toxic to, to kids because there's so much, you deal with as a kid and people don't come to realize how much like kids really go through kids have problems too. Y'all like kids go through stuff. So it's like, people don't under, people don't realize that and to put expectations on a child, it's really unfair because they, they're, they're kids, you know? So I just want my kids to be kids. I just want to be a mother that loves and nurture and be the best mother I can be. Like, I I can't tell you I'm going to be like, Oh, an A plus mother. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know for sure I'll have the best intentions.
0: Yeah, let me tell you right now. I said it before in the podcast. I'm gonna say it again. Like you said, there is no instruction, no guidebook, no nothing, nothing that's gonna prepare you to become a parent. There's some. There's some books that you can read that can say based on that person's experience, but it's it's a personal journey that you have to go through. You have to understand that it's a personal journey. No, no matter who you end up with, what kind of child you end up with it's your personal journey. So don't, don't try to take anybody's perspective. And I, I think you already know that already about, well, this is how you should raise your kids. This is how you should No, no. Wh- whatever they say, your kid can come out all sorts of way. You have to know how to um, uh, customize yourself to the, your, 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 your kid, your child. Um, and every, every child is different. Every single child is different and you have to realize mm-hmm. that. And, and the exactly. reason why I ask you that is because some of us have to be intentional with being a parent. Um, If you don't, if you don't want to be a parent, it's something you got to voice. But if you have the intention of being a parent, when a child is there, it can, it it changed the dynamic. It changed your perspective in life. Right. It changed your view in life. And I can honestly say that because I'm going through that. Um, right. a, a child being in your life is, is, di- is different. Like it changed mm-hmm. who you are. And it changed your view of life. You have a, a, a brighter, a stronger, a, 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 a bigger motivation towards things. Everything is a little bit um, stronger and wiser and smarter and sweeter. Um, but right. again, that's, a, that's your own, own, own personal journey. That's your own personal journey. So I'm not going to push right. anything on you on that. But the next few questions that I ask you is going to be a little bit deep. So you can take a. Damn, are you
1: serious? Like these questions can... wasn't deep enough. <laughs> nah,
0: nah, nah. It was alright. It was. It was just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> oh wow. Okay.
1: Damn. No, not not glass. that. Bad. I need a cup of water. No, no, it's <laughs> not that. Bad. It's not that bad.
0: But the next, the next two, I think, might be. Um, so, do you love who Jessica has become, and do you think your dad had any, anything to play with that?
1: Hell yeah, I love who Jessica has become. <laughs> Hell yeah, like that's a no-brainer and if any person if you ask that question any person the person doesn't say yes no you i love the person i've become because that's where i need to be you get what i'm saying like i have come such a long way when i think back to who i was like two weeks ago like where i was two weeks ago i'm blessed i am grateful like i literally say that daily to myself because I'm the realest person I know (laughs) I say this daily like I am grateful I am grateful for who I've become I am blessed like honestly um I had to learn a lot I'm still learning I'm still learning I had to learn a lot evolve so much and evolution isn't just one Days. it's like continuous it doesn't stop so where I'm at now is where I need to be and I'll go from there and my dad 100% had to do with that because mm-hmm. my dad had the same mindset too my I, I rarely heard my dad complain about anything around him I can never remember a time my dad was like man I wish I was more this I wish I had more of this he just went with the flow he just had what he had and worked with it, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of person I feel like I am too, where it's just like, yeah, sometimes it's kind of, I was going to say the F word. Yeah. It kind (laughs) of sucks sometimes. (laughs) It kind of sucks sometimes to be in a predicament where you feel like you could be further, but what's yours is yours. And my dad was all about putting in the work and I'm putting in the work just as much as he did. And I just want to put in the work while also staying humble. You get what I mean? So I'm just like doing me and, doing the best thing i can do and doing my best so i i am 100 percent happy with where i am today and i am 100 percent grateful for that you know model my dad has given me
0: beautiful i love that that's beautiful thank you thank you for sharing <laughs> that so um yeah. just to wrap just just to wrap this up man i pretty much have too much question for you now wrap it up um just to wrap uh the journey of your dad perspective from you If you had a chance to tell your dad right now, he's in front of you, to tell him anything that you want to tell him, what would it be?
1: Oh, wow. Oh, you wasn't kidding about the deep stuff. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Wow. Okay. I have to close my eyes for this. All right. Daddy. 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 Despite everything that we've gone through, I love you. I forgive you, I love you, and I love you forever. And that's never going to change. Even though things have changed, times have changed, we don't look the same. I still love you. I am still your daughter, and I got you through whatever. Um, Yeah, that's it
0: beautiful Austin. Awesome. that wasn't that bad
1: <laughs> it was who I, I felt the tear i felt it i felt it <laughs>
0: luckily i didn't ask you the, that first question and this question together i think it would have been like a downpour so that's why i was like let me change that question you know, as you know I they switch they it up. yeah i was like well you might we might no this might turns out to be uh you know down yeah no yeah i had to change that up but i was like okay fine um so okay to wrap it up so what kind of message do you want to leave with the dads, the father's father figures out there or the father's to be?
1: Prioritize your daughter, like, or your son or whatever, like prioritize them. Um, Cause it shows kids don't say nothing, but it shows it shows when you put the effort in and it shows when you don't. Um, I would say like always prioritize them and give them the best you can and have good intentions. Cause I really do believe like actions speak louder than words. Show up when you're supposed to show up when you need to like, and allow them to have creative freedom. Don't box your kids in like, cause you never know who you're like, you never know what kid could be a next Obama, but couldn't because their parents Mm. was just like, no, no this is what you're going to do. You never know who could have been the next scientist because, but they couldn't because their parents were like, no, or the next photographer or the next artist. So just like, let them have creative freedom. Let them be them, like, let them be them and, you know, discipline them when you need to, but like, let them be them. um, And accept them for who they are. And I think that's, that's what all I have to say to dads.
0: Cool, beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you
1: so much. Thank I, you, I, thank you. This was awesome. These questions were top notch. <laughs> <laughs> had me thinking, like, damn, oh god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had to bring it. I had to, I honestly, had to customize the question based on you know who the person is. Well, especially for you, I had to customize it just to like cater to the person because I've had other questions where they were moms and they were dads, and I was just like, you know yeah. what? Let me, let me just, let me, let me reinvent myself. Um, to ask you the better questions, but so that's why I mean, that's why the question was the way it was right now. But again, okay. just you know, I, honestly, thank you, thank you so much thank you for you, sharing DJ. for thank sharing you. your your journey with your dad, your perspective. And I, I said it before; you might share some tears, and we share a couple of tears, and and that was okay. That's fine. That's,
1: that shows
0: <laughs> your transparency, and that shows your honesty. Um, and uh, and I appreciate that, and I'm so thankful and grateful for your presence on this podcast for telling us your journey. Um, for who you are to who you become and I love the fact that you love who you are which is really important I love the fact that you become who you are sorry go ahead
1: (laughs) no I'm saying it's my dad I really do think my dad had not do think I know my dad played a huge role in that he instilled the confidence that I need to have especially in a world like ours
0: and and that's important and one of the things that you said that stuck out to you was that um and when you were talking about he took you out on a date to, to explain to you, you know, uh, your menstrual cycle. That's that for me, again, I keep sticking out only because that's not done in our, in our culture at all. It's not done. Your right. dad was on a different level than any one of us. He was on a different level. He was, he was, uh, <laughs> how can I say this? He was he, he, uh, an, an evolved version before any one of us. Like he was just like there before any one of us, like we would, we strive to be like that but he was already there, he was doing it. And I, I I absolutely adore who he is, what what he has taught you. And a lot of us have the tendency to just like, um, especially dads, we have a tendency to do a lot where we give, or give a lot materialistic things, buy things, toys. But as you said, and many have said before, what is important is the time that you spend with your kids the time you spend with your daughter, the time you spend with your son, because those are the ones that they're going to reflect on and say, my dad taught me this and this is how I'm going to implement it in my life. Mm-hmm. This is the stuff that he taught me. And I'm going to be that because um, this is, this is um, he taught me these things and this is how I'm going to be able to live. I'm, I'm, I'm able to uh, become a better person. And that's what that's supposed to be about. It's not about buying stuff. It's not about giving all the stuff. The only thing you need to give is your time to your kids and I can, again, for myself, I can remember the time I sat down and talked to my dad about whatever was in my mind. And he was there to listen. Regardless if you heard me or not, he was there to listen. And that's what we need to focus on. We need to focus on, as dads, to just, like, have the time to spend with our kids, to come to the park, go to the movies with them, to come out on a date, explain to them exactly what needs to happen, what's going on in the world. Because right now, the world that we live none is not for us. It's not friendly. It's not cute. And we have to like retrain our minds so we can train our kids to go out and come back home safe. It's a different society that we're living in right now, but we have to know that it's not about materialistic things. It's about time spent with your kids. And I encourage each and every one of you guys, and I know I've said it before and I'm gonna continue it again be intentional, intentional, intentional with the person that you want to be. Always, always trying to be better person for your, uh, for, uh, of yourself for your, your child because you want them to do better than you. I want my son to be better than, than me. I want him to capitalize on everything that I do. But in the meanwhile, I'm going to continue doing more for him now. So when he looks back and say, God, uh, dad has done this, I can do it and I can do it better. And that's exactly what I, my motto is. That's what I'm going for. But Kazo, <laughs> Thank you so mm. much I was going to say Thank you absolutely Love <laughs> thank you Absolutely uh Love, love, who, you you
1: too. I absolutely love you. who you
0: have become and Thank Same
1: you here coming. I'm yeah. happy to see Who you become too We got your podcast <laughs> ah, Look at you You and Jazz Doing big things I love to see it. I love to see it.
0: But seriously, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you again. Thank you again. Okay, okay, guys, I won't keep you. This was a a beautiful, phenomenal, memorable um, episode. And thank you for tuning in. Guys, again, I'm not going to hold you longer. I will catch you in a few. Bye. more Dear Dad Podcasts, visit Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Make sure you check Dear Dad Podcasts on your favorite Instagram social media platform at Dear Dad Podcasts.
1: Catch you later.